today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie First this morning, Gardaí are continuing their search in a park in North Dublin in connection with the case of missing Icelandic man Jan Jonsson. He was last seen on Saturday the 9th of February back in 2019 near the Bonington Hotel in Whitehall in Dublin. He was in Ireland to attend a poker tournament. Well, Liam O'Brien is series producer of the RT documentary on one and has been following this story closely. He's at the scene this morning of the Guard the Search and from Iceland we're joined by Anna Marsable Clausen from RUV, Iceland's national broadcaster. Liam, to you first. As I said, you're at the scene of the Guard the Search. Tell us what's happening there this morning. Morning, Claire. So, yeah, people are just arriving really and starting to gather. So, there's a number of Gardaí here. The dog unit has arrived and they're, yeah, they're just getting prepared now for the search ahead. And what prompted that search? Because it has been reported that the Guard they received an anonymous tip off. Yeah, so the Gardaí has reported uh, in some media yesterday, they received actually two notes over the past while. Um, the first uh, was a while back, it was a printed note, and then the second note was handed in relatively recently um, to a local priest's house in North Dublin. And, um, you know, it was the detail contained within both of those notes that has led to today's search. Okay, and uh, Anna, as I said, from Iceland's national broadcaster, is there with you as well in North Dublin. Anna, thank you for joining us this morning. Can you explain to us how big a story this is in Iceland? Oh, it's really big. Iceland is it has a population about, yeah, just under 400,000. So uh, we are a very small and close-knit community. Uh, and walking down the street, if you ask someone if they remember or maybe not Jon Jonsson, because it's a very common name. But if you remember the poker player who uh, went missing in Dublin, everybody will remember. Mm-hmm. And this is the, the lead story on the bulletins as of last night with news of this search. Yes, it is. It is. It's. I mean, people do go missing in Iceland quite a bit. In Iceland, right? Uh, usually tourists who wander off into the wilderness. It's much less common for people to go missing abroad and uh, even less common for there to be new leads five mm. years later. So mm. that's something that people are very intrigued by. Well, Liam, let's talk a little now about what's known about what Jan was doing before he disappeared. And as Anna mentioned, he was a, a poker player. Yeah, so Jan is from Reykjavik. He was a taxi driver um, and he played poker. Um, and uh, you know, so he he had actually organised a number of individuals from Iceland to come over to the what was the Dublin Poker Tournament. This was on February eighth, um, twenty nineteen. Is when Yon arrived into Dublin Airport. His fiance or, or girlfriend at the time, she followed him shortly after the following morning, um, and they were coming here for a ten day holiday, really, partially to play poker, partially to see the sights around Dublin, um, and. Yes, so Jan arrived into the Friday morning into Dublin Airport, made his way to the Bonington Hotel, started to play poker um, and continued to play all that day. So there's what's called tournament games where you play with chips and then, uh, you know, later in the evening perhaps there's cash games where you play for money and you win and lose cash. And Jan went on to the cash games and... He, the cards didn't go uh, for him essentially that evening, and he lost, um, you know, several thousands, as has been reported previously, which wouldn't necessarily be out of the ordinary for 
a poker player or somebody who was coming to a tournament, you know, for a number of days. So Jan went to bed uh, in the early hours of what would have been Saturday morning. Then Jana arrived in to Dublin Airport, made her way to the Bonington Hotel, uh, went to their room. Uh, Jan was waking up, I guess. They had a brief conversation. They discussed, you know, how his previous night's um, playing had gone, that he'd lost some money. Uh, she, you know, went downstairs for a coffee and a cigarette. And at some point she thought she might have seen Yon leaving the front door. You, you could see out from where the coffee area is in the Bonington. But she wasn't quite sure. Then a half an hour later, she went back up to the room after finishing the coffee. And Yon was gone. And essentially, that's the last anyone has seen of Yon. Mm-hmm. And what do his family believe happened to him? Well... <laughs> I think it would be fair to say that his family uh, have never been aware of any signs that Jan uh, had any mental health issues or had, you know, there were no indications that Jan would harm himself in any way. So in light of that, they are of a view that, you know, they can't see any other option really other than somebody caused harm to Jan. Mm-hmm. And Anna, his family, he has, uh, it's, he's from a big family, he has a number of siblings. They've been leading the charge on this and people here in Ireland will be familiar with their appearances over the years since 2019 on the media and on social media searching for information about him. Yeah, and I mean, they've been really good at keeping it alive um, so in Ireland, we've 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 you know seen them quite a lot in the media initially in 2019, but also more most recently as, as late as last Friday, when the Gardaí held a, a new press conference at Ballymun Garda Station, and Yon or Anna and David, Yon's brother and sister, were part of that. Mm-hmm. And Anna, what can you tell us about that uh, mission of the family to find out more information and the campaign that they've managed to sustain over the years? It's incredible, really. It takes so much energy to keep this going. And they've been doing it alone for the most part. And so for them now to see a new lead when all hope seemed lost, that's monumental. And uh, David specifically, um, his brother, who's kind of been the face of the campaign, he does get recognised sometime here, uh, sometimes in downtown Iceland, and does get approached by people. And that can be very uncomfortable. So the family has been putting themselves in the limelight in order to find something out. But it's definitely come at a cost to their personal lives. OK, well, we'll leave you as that search gets underway again there in North Dublin. Thank you both for joining us. Anna Marcible Clausen and also Liam O'Brien. And Liam and Anna are working on a podcast series with John's family, with Jan's family. And and that's due for publication later this year. It's a co-production between RTE and the Icelandic public broadcaster RUV. Now, coming up next, we'll be finding out what RTE executives and board members will face at the Oireachtas Media Committee today. Text 51551 today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.